This episode is sponsored by Ronald Blue Trust. Ronald Blue Trust is honored to serve women from all walks of life, professionals, mothers, daughters, retirees, widows, and students across the nation, providing biblically-based wisdom for their finances. Their advisors are experts in many areas of financial planning and investments and offer useful resources to guide you in gaining clarity and confidence, helping you leave a lasting legacy. Learn more at ronblue.com. Welcome back to Driven Forward, Influential Leaders Powered by God's Will. I'm your host, Jordan Johnstone. In the last episode, we met Emma Sharma, founder of Swallowtail Group. Emma shared about how a personal success of becoming an attorney quickly morphed into something of a setback as she realized it was not the direction she felt called to, and how she was able to focus on the positives and move her setback back in a successful direction, more in line with what God ultimately had in store for her life. In the rest of our conversation, listen as Emma explains how key it is to remember that creating with God is always a recipe for success, and how we as Christians should stay humble and hungry to experience every emotion we are able to while we are on this earth, good or bad. Listen now to the second half of our time with Emma. We ended the last episode talking about why God allows us to experience success. So now I want to ask you the same question, but about setbacks instead. So what do you think the purpose of setbacks is in our lives? Well, I think God, I think it's important. I don't think God sends bad things to torture us or to grow us. I actually think that he doesn't wish anything to harm us or be difficult or challenging. But we know that the way that he created the world in the beginning was not the way that it stayed. And we now live in an imperfect world where things happen and they don't always go the way we were expecting or sometimes there are difficult challenges we have to overcome, sometimes very, very tragic or traumatic situations that we have to deal with. And and I think what God is able to do and I think it's Romans 8 that says this, is he's able to take those things that happen to us and he's able to show us how to use them so that in the end they they grow us, they change us, they bring us closer to him, hopefully, in a way that is even better than if it had never happened in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that that's a hard thing to say because... You know, particularly to someone who's perhaps walking through something terrible in their life, it's hard to say or to hear that, well, one day I may be grateful this had happened. And we obviously have to be very sensitive about saying that. But I've had some really, really traumatic and very difficult things happen to me in my life. And in the last year or two, I have truly come to a place where, which was really humbling and kind of, it had taken me many years to process that the Emma that I used to be was not a very nice person. And the Emma of today is is, is significantly different. Why? Because all of that tough stuff that happened to her really helped knock out the kinks that needed knocking out. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you, you only deal with pride when you've been knocked to your knees and stayed there for a while, mm-hmm. you only deal, you only learn to forgive and love people and have grace and honor them um, when you've had years of realizing that you don't have all the answers and you're, you're no 
actually know better to anybody else. And so those those setbacks have actually, they can if you embrace them and say, okay, God, this is super tough to deal with and it's very painful. But if I just walk with you, will you show me how we can make something really good out of this experience, something mm-hmm. that changes me for the better or and changes our relationship for the better? So I think, again, he doesn't cause setbacks, but he can certainly use them for his glory and for our betterment. I do believe that very, very intensely. Yeah. And I'm remembering from when we talked previously, you know, that you made a comment that God is not the author of setbacks. And I just thought that that was, that was really a good way to think about that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's, I think it's really important. You know, some of us have grown up with this idea that, you know, it's the way we're raised or maybe it's the kind of church that we went to that God is a, is this distant distant being with a big stick who just wants to beat us up. Right. And that's so not who he is. He's a, he's the most loving dad that any of us could ever imagine who only wants the best for us. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes like all good parents know what's best for our kid is it's not necessarily that extra candy that they want or right. to date or to date the guy that they fell in love with or to um to be given more than they know be given more materially than they know how to handle he knows this about us so he says no to those things and gives us something instead we have to work a little harder or wait for a husband and but those but by doing that we we make better choices or we grow along the way and and i just think he's if we can see if we can really truly accept that he loves us and everything that he does for us and everything that he helps us through is from this place of just love, intense love for us, mm-hmm. then we start to view him a little differently. Yeah. Well, diving back into your successes and setbacks, let's talk about Valiant, which is a company that you helped create and then you stepped away from. So what was that decision like? Yeah, well, it was a long time coming, um, and in the end, you know, I think I've told the story before. I had an audible word of God one night, um, yeah. just saying it was time for me to move on. But it was, it, you know, it was a long, difficult decision to make. It, you know, this was a business that I'd helped to create and bring to life, and I was working mostly with some phenomenal people doing really good things and the business had been very very successful in its early years and you know it's hard when you've been part of creating something to walk away and and I had a lot of concern about the timing of doing that um was it fair was it the right thing to do um initially I thought I would stay all the way through to a formal exit of of the you know the investors at that point and so deciding to go early you know, I had to make sure it was that I felt it was the right thing for the company as well as for myself. Um, and then, you know, in the run up to it, it was we had a lot of change um, in the executive team. We had uh, other changes, some of which we chose, some of which were being we were kind of having to embrace mm-hmm. um, that we wouldn't necessarily have chosen. But that's life. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and um 
So, you know, in the end, it was, it was really God who said, who gave me the freedom and the peace to go and to ask to be released. And I knew it was him, not just because I heard his voice telling me to go one night, but also because just when I did then follow up and say, um, it's time for me to leave, the rest of the process was so peaceful and straightforward mm-hmm. and I was treated you know with with a lot of respect mm-hmm. um that honestly I didn't know whether I would I don't know whether I expected it would go that way yeah um but it really did and and so something that had been very difficult and tortuous and I had wrangled with for a long time when I was obedient to what God asked me to do it was actually such a blessing and mm-hmm. such you know, and I, I'm just over a year ago now that I had my last day there and I have had not one single regret, not mm-hmm. one single moment have I said, wow, did I do the right thing? Mm-hmm. I, it, it's, I just knew I had and I've felt that way for a, a long time now. Mm. Well, and now you're you're starting not one, but two new companies and you're kind of fully experiencing the entrepreneurial life. So even though it's still kind of relatively new to you, I mean, what has God already taught you through this new chapter? Oh, my goodness. He's taught me so, so much. Um, I think, first of all, that, you know, as anyone who's started anything new knows, it's a very uncertain and up and down process. Like, Mm -hmm. you have amazing, exciting days where, I don't know, you finish a website or you... um, do some you know win a client job or something goes really well and it's Mm -hmm. very exciting and then you have periods which are more frustrating and harder to handle where you wonder whether you're you know should I just actually just go to Starbucks and try and get a job making coffee because quite (laughs) frankly I think I would be better at it um but it's no I mean it's it's tough and and you have to again you go from you know, I went from being an executive in an established organization with lots of people to help you and lots of yeah. processes and mm-hmm. and to nothing. And you're having to do everything for yourself, including figure out um, important things for your business that are not necessarily within your core gifting. I mean, uh, whether it, you know it's a social media marketing strategy, right? Not not an area in which I would consider myself gifted at all. But <laughs> you have to know not just that it needs to be done, but where and go, where to go and get that help. Right. So yeah, it's been a, a big, a really big twelve months, and I've had to lean into him more than ever before, mm-hmm. and I've had to trust him more than ever before that he really did call me out into this place. And that he's going to provide everything I need for this season because, again, you go from having, you know, a regular salary and benefits and all those good things to having none of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it, it really is like I ask myself every day, do I believe that God is my source? Do mm-hmm. I believe that he is my Jehovah Jireh, my provider of everything? And... It, again, it's it's an opportunity to remind myself over and over again of just who he is, how much he loves me, and how much he ha- he has my best interests at heart, even at this time. Yeah. Well, and I was gonna I was gonna comment that, I mean, there's just this underlying tone of bravery. 
I guess, to what you've done in your life. But then the more I've thought about it, the more I've heard you talk, it is still bravery, but I think there's also a really healthy dose of you trust God. I mean, you, you, you don't hold back in that area. (laughs) So I think that's something for everybody to kind of take note of is, you know, there is bravery. That's one part of it, but the even more brave thing that you could be doing is just surrendering it all, you know, and just listening for that word, whether it's audible, like you, you had, or, you know, somebody speaks to you through, you know, speaks to you on behalf of him or, you know, something like that. It's just, it really comes down to, are you willing to trust? You know, it's, it's really sweet of you to see it as bravery. And I, I do know I can be, I'm probably stupidly courageous rather than <laughs> smartly courageous. Like I tend to be that person that rushes ahead and then thinks about it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know, and I feel I can say this very truthfully now, that to not follow God where he's leading is actually really dumb. Mm-hmm. Um you know, for the longest time in my life, I would bite that. And you'd feel him saying, come on over here and do this. And you'd be like, absolutely not. There is no way I'm doing that. And you'd fight. I fought it for a long time. And guess what? Life didn't really go as well as I would like it to much of the time. Actually, when he is calling you forward, you know, I think about the Israelites when they were in the desert for 40 years following the cloud and they'd been told they were going to this place called the promised land, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like they were because they had nothing to eat and, you know, they were just wandering around in the desert and homeless for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does God give them? The Ten Commandments, which is like, okay, here's some rules to follow, right? But the important thing was to keep following the cloud and to be willing when they got to the banks of Jordan to look across the river and see that what was there was good and be willing to follow and take the land which was theirs for the taking. And so for me, I've I've really come to understand that it's actually really stupid not to follow God where he's leading you because that's the best path. That's where all the promises come true. That's where his immense love for us is fully manifested when we when we just go with him we get to enter the promised land which is flowing with everything that he wants to give us and you know it only hit me recently as I've been starting to write and reflect that what what it meant when he said you know it's a land that's flowing with milk and honey Yes, literally, it was good pasture. There would be provision, there would be food, there would be life. But honey comes from bees, and bees are a, they are a symbol in the Bible of, of community. Mm-hmm. And so if we follow him, not only does he give us everything we need to survive and to live a life, but he actually brings us into relationship with others mm-hmm. in a, profoundly new and real and wonderful way and so actually now I'm just following because I don't want to miss it I I get such bad FOMO it's like well (laughs) I want to be wherever he's taking me because that's where all the good fun is happening and that's Mm -hmm. where the best people are and that's where I want to be Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that that little bit of a plug for forward you know that's one of for me be one of the most incredible things about our community which is the quality of the friendships that you make the wonderful yeah. women that you get to hang out with it's like that would never happened if I hadn't been obedient 
five years ago mm. to um, to many things that brought me on the journey to meeting Diane and the forward team. Yeah. And we're glad that we met you. <laughs> we're glad to be that community for you. Not as glad as me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you win there, but no. <laughs> now, when you have experienced these setbacks in your life, do you remember what emotions kind of immediately came to the surface? I mean, how did you keep yourself from just getting discouraged and not wanting to move forward? Well, I think, I think we all have to be honest that setbacks are hard and we, we feel every negative emotion under the sun in the moment. I mean, and that's normal, right? That's, that's actually something we should be okay saying, listen, I'm feeling grief. I'm feeling disappointment. I'm feeling despondency, lack of hope. I, I want to give up. I want to sit down in the road and not move forward. I mean, that's normal and natural. The key, I think, is to know that you don't want to stay in that place. And right. for me, one of the saddest things, and sadly far too common, is to meet people who almost make a lifestyle or build an identity out of being miserable and hopeless and despondent mm -hmm. and I can't move forward. And sometimes, you know, and I say this because I say this very openly, people know this about me. You know, I, I part of my story that I've shared elsewhere is mental health challenges that I had for a while. And sometimes it's illness that is holding us there, but sometimes, quite frankly, it's a choice that we make. Mm -hmm. um, how do you stop yourself from not getting stuck there well by deciding that you're not going to get stuck there um it's like you know if you run out of gas on the side of the road and you're on your way somewhere fun who's going to sit on the side of the road and go well I run out of gas so I'm just going to sit here now I'm not going I'm not going to make any attempt to get anywhere else because <laughs> hey I just want to you know <laughs> I just want to sit here on this side of this highway for the rest of my life I mean that's yeah. crazy talk yeah and I and I think we have to have the same attitude when life doesn't doesn't necessarily um show up in the way we'd like and say mm -hmm. okay this this sucks this is not what I'd expected, but I'm going to learn everything I can and I'm absolutely going to move forward. And I know with confidence in a few weeks, days, weeks, months, maybe even years, I will look back and realize that the choice I made today to not stay in this place is what has got me got me to a much better destination. Um and you have to make that choice. It has mm -hmm. to be conscious and it and and then you have to I think say to God okay, so how are we going to move forward? Not will I move forward or please drag me forward, but how are we going to do this? How are we going to get from here to somewhere better? Because I know that you want to take me somewhere better, but I need you to show me how to do it. And those prayers I have found to be the most effective ones. When you express faith that he wants something better for you and you ask him because he's kind of a lot wiser and smarter than us to show you the way to get there. I find that those tend to, those prayers tend to work out a lot better. Mm. Well, and I feel like uh, you're a coach. <laughs> so I feel like all of that answer was something that you would say to somebody sitting across from you going, I am having a major setback in my life. So thank you for that. Now though, I'm going to go a little further in that same mindset of you have somebody sitting across from you but they're saying, man, I am having like the biggest success of my career right now. You know, what would you say to them? Well, I would say be humble, 
mm-hmm. be thankful. What are you going to do with that success to not just enjoy it for yourself, but bless others, mm-hmm. but also be ready because nothing stays awesome forever. And yes. so how do you lock in this? I mean, certainly enjoy it and revel in it because that's, that's part of what he wants us to do is to have moments of joy and, and enjoyment. But how do you lock those memories in to help carry you through the next tough time that comes? Because the next tough time will come. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we need those memories of when it was not so tough to encourage us and remind us that we don't stay in a negative place forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would encourage people the same almost the same way which is we're on a journey and there are ups and downs and so wherever you are today is likely not going to be where you stay forever so just have that mindset have that awareness be prepared and take the blessings from your setbacks and take the blessings from your great times and carry them forward with you as learning and growth material for the future Mm. Well, as we wrap up, um, I'm going to ask you my question that I ask everyone who comes on here. Uh, What would you say is the number one thing that has driven you forward in your life? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, it is my faith. Um, I, I have many other incredible blessings in my life, not least my family. But I also know that I wouldn't have them if I didn't have God first. And so... Um, for me, it's not even a question without Jesus. I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't be here today and I wouldn't, um, be able to face anything good or bad because there wouldn't be any point. I mean, life, what's the point of life? It's not for serving him. Um, so that really has been my fuel for everything and continues to be. I hope hearing Emma's story, successes, and setbacks have inspired you to continue driving forward on your own journey at work and in life. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a review on whichever podcast platform you're listening on. Your feedback helps us know what you want to hear more of and also helps others learn more about us and join the Driven Forward audience. And if you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe to Driven Forward on your preferred listening platform. To learn more about Forward, you can visit forwardwomen.org. That's the number four, W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org. And you can follow us on social media, where we post weekly blogs, information about upcoming events, and share inspirational quotes and verses to help get you through your day. We'll be back next month with a brand new story of an influential leader driven forward by God's will. Be sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the new episodes. Thanks for listening. Many women ask how they can become a member of Forward. Journey Forward is the answer. Forward only exists because of the generosity of the Forward community. When you give your time, talent, and treasure to Forward, you make it possible for more women in the workplace to find their tribe and be empowered to become all God created them to be in work and life. We have a big goal in front of us, to empower 10 million Christian women in the workplace to change the world by 2030, and you have a part to play. Your financial gifts to Forward support the ongoing Forward operations, support services, digital content like this podcast, as well as our outreach and overall mission. 
Journey Forward is an easy way for every Forward woman to be part of the mission and vision of Forward through recurring donations at one of four giving levels. To learn more about Journey Forward and to find your level, go to forwardwomen.org and click on the Join the Journey tab at the top of the homepage.